Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. I'm Claire. Hey. I'm Pete. Alright, how's it going? Yeah, alright, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this was his old sister show to cut into the bull in the post to the apocalypse, where we bring you the weirdest shit we filmed on the internet this week, or what's been dominating the news. You know, as long as it fits, as long as it's entertaining, as long as it fits the weird description. Gotta fit with the weird. And the big news this week is pretty weird, if you ask me. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Obviously, if you've actually been living under a rock, I did actually. To be fair, I don't know what was going on in the countries. In the UK, this was all that was on. Yeah. For five days, yeah. the missing Titanic sub crew killed after catastrophic implosion. Catastrophic implosion. How much is left off you after that? Not much. Nothing, imagine. mate. At two mi- over two miles down, you're you're getting squished into nothing. Yeah. The pressure is just so great. There were instant masses of blubber and uh, blood. Blo- I was gonna say it'd be blood. It's blood, wouldn't it? wouldn't it? Bits of bone. Bits of just bone been fragments. Absolutely yeah. shattered. There'd, there'd be fragments of bone because yeah. it would just get crumpled. So. They say it was the weight of the Eiffel Tower, wasn't it? It was crushing them. The weight of all that water. Well, you think there's about a bar of pressure for every ten meters. So you're talking three hundred and eighty bar of pressure on top of you. Mm. That's a shitter. Just a bit. The Titanic bone submersible that went missing on Sunday with five people on board, five billionaires on board. You have to be, don't you? You're spending quarter of a million for a trip per person. Yeah, it suffered a catastrophic implosion, killing everybody on board. The US Coast Guard Rear Admiral John Mauger said on Thursday that a remotely operated vehicle found the tail cone of the Titan about 1,600 feet away from the bow of the shipwreck. On board was Hamish Harding, Paul-Henri Nargelot, Shahzada Darwood and his son Suleiman Darwood and Stockton Rush, the CEO of the tour organisation organiser Ocean Gate Expeditions. They all died in the craft on the way down the Titanic. Now, so, for people that don't know the story, I mean, it's not a normal submersible, is it? It's not like... No. This thing wasn't regulated. It, it was basically homemade. They were controlling it with a $30 control pad. I, can't, I, I watched a video on it today, and it was like... I, I just couldn't believe they were using the cheap-ass controller. Yeah. But it's not just that. They literally sat in a little fucking square with a few TV screens and a controller control pad... Oh, the, it was a cylinder, not a square, square, was it? It was a cylinder. Yeah, but they're like sat in this little kind of square compartment thing, aren't they? It was just like, there wasn't seats, nothing like that. It was just There's like, no seats, it was on the floor, yeah. And it just didn't look comfortable in any way, shape or form. And this is an eight-hour eight hour trip, is it? From down and back up. So I guess a few hours down, spend an hour swimming about the wreckage and then back up. I think you just sort of breathe over there, wouldn't you? I don't know. You have to have a bit of a look around. You only go around the front bit. That's where everyone goes, isn't it? The front bit, because that's the most intact part. Mm. They were recently was talking about raising that. Well, maybe they shouldn't. Technology's there, apparently. They should stop all these fucking idiots bloody risking lives just to go and have a look at a boat that's under the water. I just. More money than sense. No. I'm an ex submariner. I used to be a submariner in the, in the Royal Navy, and you couldn't get un- the sub, could you? <laughs> I, underst- yeah, I understand <laughs> the the depth, the pressures, the dangers on one of our subs, like the most advanced in the world, right? Bar none, and they sit at around 
300 meters comfortably. Maximum depth about seven to 800 meters. Maximum. After that, they're going to start imploding on themselves. So just to get down to th fucking two and a bit miles, 3,800 meters, f six times that distance. It's yeah, just ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. On something, in, in something that basically someone's built in their fucking factory garage. It's just so dangerous. Why I mean, would you do it and pay fucking quarter of a million to do so? Literally, the 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 guy that they had in to oversee it went, look, this is not safe to go that depth. And they fired him and got someone in who said it was safe. They, they hired a yes man. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Ridiculous. Well, also on this video that I watched, he was going, oh, you know, I've made this sub out of two different materials. People said that it wasn't possible and you shouldn't do it. You should make it out of one material. Yeah. Because, yeah, you, you know, when you've got two materials at the joins or wherever you're joining them or whatever, they've both got different breaking points, haven't they? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it takes one of them or the join to go or... Become weaker over time and they get micro-fractures and things. Mm -hmm. It's mental. You only catch me going down there. Well, I wonder how many times he used the sub to get down there. You know, before the, you know, this. I think a few times it's been down there. Other people have been on it. Right. I didn't think you had. I yeah. Some people have been saying oh, I went on it a few years ago and whatever. And well, Stockton Rush, the CEO of Ocean Gate Expeditions, who's operated the Titan submersible and who died in the implosion, has spoken of his antipathy to, to regulations. To quote him, this is the man who died when his sub imploded, at some point safety just is pure waste. I mean, if you just want to be safe, don't get out of bed, don't get in your car, don't do anything. Which is an understandable point to an extent. Well it is, but at the same time... It's not pure waste, is it? Because their lives now, that was a pure waste. Yeah, yeah. They died for nothing. Well, not for the billionaires' families that are all going to inherit shitloads of money now. <laughs> the billionaire stepson while all this was going on was at a Blink-182 concert. Yeah, he even shared a post, didn't he, saying, yeah. I don't... I, I Look, I just didn't really want to go on it. <laughs> I kind of feel disrespectful, but the rest of my family told me to go on it because it's my favourite band. Don't You know what I mean? There's nothing you can do. Just go and enjoy yourself for what you can. The meme game has been incredibly oh, strong on this. Gaza. Fucking hell. Gaza yeah. going fishing. <laughs> it's been fantastic. And I think... <laughs> I read an interesting piece of like why is the, the internet been, you know, this is a tragedy and people are dead, but the internet as a whole has kind of just been making fun of it. And well, I think it's because it's, yeah. it's billionaires, because it's millionaires, that well, more money than sense. Well, this is it, this is the thing, because there's the, the bigger divide between rich and poor now, we haven't got any sympathy for five multi-billionaires who fought 250,000 to go on a fucking submersible death trap. We've got no sympathy for that. No. I've got sympathy for the, the lad who went no, sympathy for the, 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 the kid. didn't really want to go. No, apparently not. His dad not. on a bonding mission. Yeah. Yes. His dad's like. Yeah, he himself. I, what, um, my brother was telling me, you know. He's, yeah, apparently he did not want to go. He didn't want to go, shitting himself. No, he was like, you know, his dad was like, come on, it's like it's Father's a, Day yeah, thing. It's or a Father's Day bonding thing, yeah. yeah, shame. Yeah, I've got some sympathy for him. Yeah. But yeah, the meme, you know, I've had somebody on Facebook go, if you're down with these bloody, you know, memes and that lot, just delete me as your friend now, you know. Well, did you delete them? Delete! <laughs> no, he, he was saying if you find them funny, delete d delete me because I don't like the, you know, don't, yeah. don't like delete. it. Delete! 
Sounds like you need to stop kissing boots so much, Claire, is what I think. (laughs) Sounds like a bit of a bootlicker. Oh, I'm so sorry that our billionaire ruler's died. Uh, Tongue your boot, tongue your boot. It surprised me because it's somebody our age as well. Yeah, but that's just somebody trying to look a bit fucking noble, isn't it? Do you think? Oh yeah, that that's almost like keyboard warrior on the other the other way of it, isn't it? Oh look how good I am. Look how I, just, I'm, I'm a paladin of light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of bullshit. Like, come on, you don't really think that. You're saying it because it's what you want people to think you think. Mm. Yeah. What a twat. When you're really thinking. <laughs> Stupid rich bastards. Pretty much, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It is a shame, but I don't have that much sympathy for no. it because of what I've stated and what Ben has also mentioned. It's <laughs> you know, it's such a people are sharp. People are using food banks, and these fuckers are spending half two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars each on a on a trip to go onto yeah. a ship. Sky, ship. Skydiving, fucking bungee jumping. Yeah, hey, they get take good high hey, rush. I'll the, take going into space. If, if they want to go into space, I'll take that because it's developing us. Yeah. You know, every flight into space teaches us a little bit more. This isn't teaching us anything. Looking at the Titanic. No, it's, if it's teaching us not to build ships like the Titanic. It's teaches not to have a comedy of errors that led to it sinking. <laughs> Leave fires burning but, for days yeah. and things. It's teaches if you do see an iceberg, hit it head on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hit it at all. Don't hit it at all. If you, if you have to, hit it head on. It's ironic that hubris was at the centre of both these. Yes. Wasn't it? Was the, was the cut destroyed by their own hubris? Because mm. the Titanic captain was warned about going too fast. Icebergs, wasn't he? He was, and of course, visibility was down that night. We did an episode of the Titanic conspiracy. It's actually quite interesting. Mm. Uh, it would be very interesting to hear if if they ever work out what happened. If they can work out what actually happened. Well, an iceberg, mate. Um, <laughs> with the it, Titan. Oh, it imploded, doesn't it? You know, yeah. there's a weakness somewhere. Mm, I suppose they will never find out. Cause I bet. It, right, I guess it. They're going to try to recover it, aren't they? It wouldn't have had a fucking black box record. Like, no, it would like yeah. a official. But well, they can see where the, the joints would have failed and well, pieces together. How much of it comes up? Yeah. Because the US Navy said they heard. I think it was on the Sunday. They heard, heard knocking and banging. Well, they heard a bang that would have been consistent with. So an what was all that knocking and banging then that people heard? That just underwater noises yeah. that you can hear. Going back to the memes, my personal favourite is new images of Godzilla enjoying his fleshlight. (laughs) 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 I think it's crazy. They opened it up and fucked it. I I think it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, just watch the movie. (laughs) Watch watch A Night to Remember. That's a better movie than the 1997 one. That is a good one. Night to Remember. Uh, 1953 or something like that. Titanic film. Yeah. Titanic film, yeah. Didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's my yeah. it's my favourite Titanic movie. I thought the Titanic was the no, movie. No, it's a remake. Yeah. Okay, Night to Remember. Well, there's been there's been a lot of Titanic films. Yeah, yeah, there has. But I thought that was like the main. No, Night to Remember is like fifty three, fifty five, something like that. Good, good. Black yeah. and white, worth watching. Stiff yeah. upper lips all round. Yes. The stiff upper lips in that film are so pronounced, it's it's just unreal. Look out, Barney Iceberg, eh? Well, women and children into the boats. Hip, hip. I'm dressed in my best and prepared to go down like a gentleman, I say. Mm-hmm. Should we move on? Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got the first photograph of Nessie of 2023. Yay! Nessie's back. Tourist. 
A tourist visiting Loch Ness has claimed to have seen a 65-foot-long dark shape moving just below the surface of the water for several minutes. Etienne Kamel, a pharmacist from Lyon, and his wife Eliane were taking holiday photos from the west side of the loch near Invermoriston when they made the latest sighting of the long-repeated monster. You can always trust a pharmacist. can also just be a big bunch of fucking seaweed or a school of fish. Yeah. It could, could be. be. It could be Nessie. Doesn't like a big dark shadow, doesn't it? It, or it could be Nessie. I'd like to believe that Nessie mm. existed. They haven't been able to disprove her, or it, because the Loch Ness is so vast. Oh, it's... With so many underground dirt caves, like underwater caves and things like that, there is massive potential that it could hide easily. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How deep that is? It's the largest inland lake in Europe, I think. It's not as deep as you'd expect. It's only a couple of hundred metres deep. About 200 metres deep, I believe. So you'd think it would be deeper. I'm not sure. I don't know, to be fair. I honestly don't know. I think it's about 200 metres. We are doing a lot in this episode. Go and check that out, listen, if you like. Well, a couple of subs could, like, you know, put this myth to bed straight away. Well, they are having the money, isn't it? They have tried. So they go and have a look for Titanic as opposed to. Yeah, because that's because that's two hundred fifty thousand pot passenger. Then totally debunk a Scottish myth. Pretty much, they don't want to disprove it. They don't want to. No, I think it brings in something like twenty five million a year to the Loch Ness economy. At its deepest point, it's two hundred thirty meters deep, so it isn't that deep. Still pretty deep. But exactly, but it's the vast, it's the volume of it as well. Yes, it's massive, huge. So listen, you can go look this up. LochNessMystery.blogspot.com See what you think. I mean, the people of Loch Ness have no, absolutely no incentive to disprove it. Okay. So Domino's will be using a jet suit to deliver <laughs> pizza to festival goers. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Never. Madness Where's this at? Glastonbury. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not hear about this? No. no. First time I've heard of it. Is yeah, it a bird? It's on BBC News. Oh, I didn't yeah. watch it. I tell you what, though, I'll fucking bet it's, it's. I mean, it's 20 quid for a large Domino's pizza, and it's 20 99 with no extra. I don't think extra on it. Fucking hell. I guarantee you it's fucking 40 quid from Glastonbury. Yeah. Delivered by Jetman. Yeah. <laughs> Delivered by the fucking Rocketeer. <laughs> How are you going to get it? I'm not being funny, right? But I've been to festivals. How the fuck is he going to know where he's delivering oh, it? Oh, it's you know, you know, three words thing. The app thing, isn't the, it? My, the, the, what, my three three, words, what, what three yeah. words? What three words? That's what it is. He's going to end up burning some tents landing that shit. <laughs> and then, you know, you'll see him coming, obviously. You'll just give him a wave. Hey! Hey, I'll get here, mate. He'll ring you. I'm not so, so sure it's like afterburners. I think it's it's just air, air, isn't it? air as opposed air? to hot air. Never. Well, let's get into it. So, ever been to a festival stuck behind a slog of a queue for overpriced street food? Yep. Yeah, and charged a fortune for the, the world's measliest burger and a side of super soggy fries. Yep. We used to call them rat burgers, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, look no further to the old reliable Domino's. Oh. We'd still buy them, though, wouldn't we? Oh, yeah, That's when you were really pissed. The yeah. best yeah. festival burger I ever had, it was called Easy Cheesy Burgers. It was a download one year. I've never seen them back there since. They used to have this vat of malted cheese. Mm. So they'd like, do your double burger. I mean, it wasn't cheap because it's a festival. You still look at yeah. it seven quid. But it's, they just 
dip the burger in the cheese. Oh, that's a dirty bit. That I was a dirty oh, bit. Oh, it wasn't. Mind you, that much cheese at a festival. It was one of the things you only do once. <laughs> you don't want to go. You don't have a cheese shits in the fucking portaloo, do you? <laughs> so Domino's has partnered up with Gravity Industries to be the first pizza company in the world to deliver via jet suits. How much would you have loved to have been that oh, pizza delivery guy? Mike, yeah. if they delivered here, you know, coming up to the third floor. Just hover outside your window. Yeah. Knock, on the, knock on the window, like. Yeah. Do you know what? That's probably not that far away, that kind of service. Well, you've got to look at it a little bit. Are these Domino, genuine, genuine Domino's police, sorry, Domino's delivery guys, who've been trained to use this equipment, which is quite expensive? No. Or is it a bunch of guys who are just working for Domino's, moonlighting for Domino's who fly this shit every day? Yeah. Because... If it's just if you've only had like five hours on this training, you're gonna start like you're just like cartwheeling through tents, aren't you? Well, look, this is one hundred percent a PR stunt by Domino's. They've yeah. hired yeah. these specialists to work for them for the weekend. God, they must be paying them a fucking fair because I wouldn't want to be a. I wouldn't they, want to be a pizza. I'm a highly trained jet suit pilot. I don't want to be a fucking Domino's pizza man. But that's nothing. They've got themselves some amazing advertising. Yeah. The jet suit guys have got themselves some amazing advertisement. Yeah. It's a win-win situation all round. And I bet Domino's have just rocked up in like one of these pull-along like trailer, trailer yeah, Domino's yeah. trailer, haven't they? And they're it won't be from the local Domino's, will it? It'll be a Domino's trailer. Oh, on site, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it'll just take it over the fields for you. Yeah. Still sick though. Uh, it is. It's very fucking. It's just James James Bond ordered a pizza. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Researchers find first scraps of interstellar object that hit the Earth in 2014. Is this the one... No. No, this is something different. This is another possible UAP. No. Oh. Team led by Israeli astronomer in America, Avi Loeb, is searching for remains of star-travelling IM-1, mm-hmm. which crashed into the Pacific Ocean. A team of researchers combing the ocean floor say they found the first remains of a confirmed interstellar object that crashed in the Pacific Ocean in 2014. Now, this interstellar means it's not come from our solar system. So it's come from outside. Outside, like a moon yeah. mirror. Yeah. That's what that means. Ah, uh, so it's a like... A moon that, that, that cigar shape. Yes. Yeah. That alien craft that flew past us. Yeah. And they, they, they found out because it was going too fast for the pull of the sun. So it must have come from outside of our solar system. So it's an alien object. Avi Loeb, an Israeli-American astronomer based at Harvard University, was leading the team, reported Wednesday, that separate magnetic spherules... Spherules? Spherules. Spherules. Mostly iron, with some magnesium and titanium, but no nickel had been discovered. Such a composition is anonymous compared to human-made alloys known asteroids and familiar astrophysical sources she wrote in a blog so he wrote in a blog these updating from the research ship silver star you need to say that anomalous name yeah anomalous he said it it that time (laughs) he struggled with it though i got away with yeah (laughs) so these properties is nothing that is human made Mm. interesting Mm. Some magnesium and titanium. Are, sorry, we know what they are, though, don't we? What? 
Well, there's some magnesium and some titanium. Yeah. Yeah, we know what the elements are, but... The way they've been fused, yeah, it's, together, not something it's not we something can, man-made, yeah. Not something we can do, or whatever. Oh, now this is where it gets interesting. Mm. Researchers are using a deep-sea magnetic sled to comb the ocean floor for remains of the object, which Lobus theorised could be alien technology. Boom! Sucker punch to the gut. <laughs> oh, got some fucking bits of got some bits of asteroid, have we? Uh, that's not that interesting. Boom! Alien technology. <laughs> He's only suggesting that. Interesting. Well, Loeb and his assistant Amir Siraj were the first to suggest that one M one was of interstellar origin, coming from space in, deep in space rather than a local asteroid of the solar system. That was confirmed by U.S. Space Command last year. Yeah. And it put 1M1 on a very short list of three verified interstellar objects joining the comet Borisov and the headline making Anuamua. Yeah. In his blog post, Loeb described observing a spherule 0.3 millimetres in size looking like a metallic pearl on the background of volcanic ash. It felt like finding an ant in the kitchen. When you find one, you know there must be many more. Indeed, I could find many more metallic spheres in the same microscope image. I think they found 11 so far. The comb in the bed, picking, like magnets, picking up these little spheres, spheres that have yeah. survived the explosion into the atmosphere. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Alien technology. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be something that's fused... You know, when another big bang has happened, not a big bang. Yeah, it could be, yeah, from a, from a supernova. Supernova, yeah, star could be. going or... That's what they're unsure of. It, it could be naturally occurring or it could be an alien probe. That's what he wants to find out. Alien probe. Oh, you know what? Anything that enhances our knowledge of the universe, because one day we're going to have to go out there and settle all the planets. That's it. If we want to survive, mm. what's next? Naked creep busted having passionate sex with tree in busy UK park. Okay. What? He's branched out. Is there a video that goes with this? Well, you're intrigued. Uh, Very much so. (laughs) He's branched out from the bedroom. A naked creep was arrested for allegedly kissing, caressing and having passionate sex with a tree at a popular public park in England, grossing out onlookers and baffling police. Can I just say that calling him like... A creep isn't really great journalism, is it? Was he naked? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he peeled off his clothes and started rubbing passionately against the stump of a conifer in Wiltshire's Queen Elizabeth oh. Gardens. If you're gonna fuck a tree, do it in Queen Elizabeth Gardens. In no, is, why a conifer? Conifer, they're spiky as fuck. Well, it's a stump. Oh. But still, it's like, well, I'm sorry. Maybe it was the only one that had a hole in it. He's a fucking tree hugger. Oh, there is there is a picture. There's yeah. a picture of me. It's a tree fucker, not a tree hugger. He's <laughs> no, just progressed, hasn't he? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> he's an older man, isn't he? He's. Someone think he's either he's very mentally ill, or is on drugs, or pissed as fuck, or he's just. Oh, I've never tried to fuck a tree, and I've been in some states. <laughs> or he's found a perfectly moist, mossy hole that's just the right size, and he thought, oh, do you know what? Fuck it, literally. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, what's, he was. what's wrong with a wank? Yeah. You can get some splinters on your cock, aren't you? It's not somewhere you want to be sticking into <laughs> what you think. Say what's those tree, not, tree wanking, it's just no good. What's wrong with just a wank? 
Yeah, you don't have to stick your willy in a tree, do you? Well, if you're going to do it, especially if he wants to go back there and do that at night when there's no one around, I don't care. That's what he does, that's his thing. Someone told him to mate like a tree and leave, and he thought they said mate with a tree. <laughs> oh, oh, God. If I had a gun, I'd shoot you, Nim. I gotta laugh. <laughs> I'm happy. It's the only one. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Tree sex. Tree sex in the Queen Elizabeth, what was it, Memorial Park? Terrible. Uh, a bit of good news on the to finish with, and it's local, local as well. It is. So we, we have a Paralympian that lives within Telford. He actually lives in a place called Arlston, and his name is Mickey Bushell. Build the Rekin on his hands. Now, the Rekin is at a small mountain. It's, it's a hill, isn't it? It's a hill. It's a hill. Hillock. You can't tell it is a mountain, I think. Bloody big hill, though. It, it, it looks like it's a small mountain. It looks like a proper small little mountain. It was actually the inspiration of Mount Doom in Mordor because J.R.R. Tolkien was from local area and it was the Reekin and Shropshire that was massive. Like, well, I don't think he was from here, but he... Tri- he no, no, he, he, he lived up... It was like Shrew... I think... He, was it? I don't know. He, he, uh, either the Shire is based... This is where the Hobbits live is based on Shropshire, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, Mount, the Mount Doom was based on the Reekin, which was sure. just like this just... one hill just in the middle of this big flat-out land and there's one big hill that sticks up and that's the Reekin. It might be Gloucestershire, I've heard as well. I know he was certainly yeah. local to Shropshire. I know that he much. Definitely I've, I've heard he based it on Shropshire. Yeah, I've heard no, Shropshire for the sources of Gloucestershire. I, he climbed up this small, big, big hill. So yeah, Telford personal trainer who topped the podium at London, London Games in 2012, also won silver in Beijing 2008, had never been to the top of Shropshire's iconic hill despite being visible from his bedroom window. Yeah, he literally lives probably a mile away from mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. in Arston. So born with lumbar, sacral, spinal, agenesis... A genital paralgia. Paraplegia. Paraplegia. Fucking hell, that's Long a mouthful and a half, it is, isn't it? So Mickey is lift, missing the, the last seven vertebrae above the coccyx, so could only do the climb by walking on his hands. Amazing. He hasn't even got like a good pair of gloves there. I've been issued with them. They don't have like gardening gloves. Yeah. Just the yeah. thick yeah. rubber soles on them. Just a six kilometre so, hike. Yeah, so on Saturday, 33-year-old took the six, took on the six-kilometre hike, so it's a 1,340-foot-tall hill to raise money for his academy, which provides free-of-charge training courses for wheelchair users and help users to improve their fitness, strength, mobility and confidence. Mickey, who set out on his reeking climb around 8am, took around five hours to reach the top. But he was climbing up. It takes a, if I walk up there, it takes a good 45, 45 minutes to I was an just hour. Thinking 45 a to nice an hour. leisurely walk up there, about 45 minutes to He's an hour. He's still out of breath at that. So oh, yeah, there's some steep bits in there. Yeah. He's done it, five hours with just his hands. And fair play, like that, that's quite. I struggle with it because it, I've got bad legs and I do struggle walking up it. But yeah, it takes me a good 45 minutes to an hour and five hours on his hands yeah shit and it's not it ain't no clean nice smooth path it's oh, proper no. rocky stony rocky oh. nasty it's not nice you get to the one bit where it's a bit cobbled that's as the Romans obviously stormed it at some point because it used to be a hill fort back in the day wasn't it it was an old hill fort 
he's already raised two and a half thousand pounds. No, no, he smashed his. Oh, sorry, no, he smashed his two thousand five hundred pound GoFundMe target, raising three thousand four hundred for the climb, and said the last two hundred meters of the climb had been the toughest. Which it is. Yeah, and it is the toughest. It's quite a steep bit. And yeah. it's really rocky, jaggedy, nasty rocks. You get to where the old the gates of the hill fort were at the top and every time it fucking catches me because it's a... It doesn't matter how many times I've been up that hill. It's a every time I get to them, the twin mountains and the, and the gateway through, I think, oh, I'm near the top now. Yeah. You get through and you go, oh, fuck, there's still loads. But it's like, like a natural slate as well on the floor. Yeah, it is. It? There's and no it, grip. And it gets quite rocky and sharp as well, some of the bits of slate on there. And remember, it's not been cold, has it? No. It's been like 23, 24, 25 degrees. When did he do it? It's Saturday last week. Yeah, it was... You've been looking at 25 out. degrees. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Fair play to him. Yeah, he's, he's, there's a little plinth at the top that tells you, like, in all the directions how far all the different like areas... like a compass on the yeah. top, doesn't it? it tell... And it, he's doing a handstand on top of it. Fair play, like. Yeah. If you want to give Mickey some money on his GoFundMe page, it's still active at gofundme.com forward slash f forward slash walk the reeking by hand yeah he is a legend the guy he's, my kids have both met him he, he goes around all the local schools takes his medals with him and all sorts it wouldn't surprise me if your kids have met him at some point yeah but yeah he goes around all the schools he lets all the kids hold the, hold his gold medal and things like that he's, he's a really nice guy he's brave and tough um, I, 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 I've come across him a couple of times myself, never spoke to him, but like seen him when I used to work in Wellington. Obviously, yeah. that's his, literally his local town. And yeah, and f- but from what I gather, he's a genuinely nice guy and all he wants to do is help and inspire. And Can't he, argue with that. He, yeah, and that is very inspirational, isn't it? It is, because I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it barefoot. No. So you can imagine doing that on your hands... It's like barefoot times ten. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, so, he has got gloves, but they're, yeah, but that's they're not great gloves. No, they're not they're shoes, are they? Yeah. He hasn't got like soles of a shoe on his hands and all of his weight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, let's end the show there. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Coverboard and the Post Truth Apocalypse. YouTube is Apocalypse Ball. Give us a like and subscribe, please. Uh, you know, helps us out. We're available on most podcasting platforms especially SoundCloud at Cutting Through the Ball in the PTA thanks for listening don't pay 250 grand to go into a into the Titanic on something that's been made in someone's garage but if you do want to do something dangerous at £250,000 I've made a cardboard shuttle that will take you into an active volcano ooh tempting (laughs) for a bargain of £250,000 £250,000 I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. I've been Claire, get your Glasto, Glasto Dominoes. You've been thinking of that for a while. Oh, no, yeah. Well done. <laughs> and I've been Pete. If you want to support Mickey, B- Mickey Bushel, just type his name in Google. You will find him. He's quite a, quite a legend. Bye. <laughs>